0: Hey, I'm Rachel May, country singer, songwriter, and host of Mama's Cup of Ambition, the podcast for ambitious mamas with big dreams and little kids. Or maybe your kids aren't so little anymore, but your dreams are still just as big as ever. Wherever you find yourself in your motherhood journey, if you've got ambitious goals that you're longing to achieve, and you're looking to spark inspiration, cultivate motivation, and develop community with like-minded mamas, you're in the right place. As a new mama myself, I created this show as a place for honest and Empowering conversations about motherhood, entrepreneurship, and dream chasing. So grab a notebook, top off that cup of coffee, and let's turn our goals into action plans and our dreams into reality together. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode number 20 of Mama's Cup of Ambition. So the other night after Waylon went to sleep, Gabe and I watched the Friends reunion. Are you a Friends fan? Because I totally am. I love that show, and sometimes I'll put it on when I need like an energetic reset, because no matter how many times I've seen the episodes, it still makes me laugh and it makes me feel at home, kind of like hanging out with an old friend, right? (laughs) But as we watched the reunion, it had me thinking about my own friendships and some of the shared experiences that we've had over the years, and it was on my heart to talk a bit about friendship today. And I'm super excited to share this episode with you today because it will be airing the day before one of my best friend's birthdays, so it feels really fitting to dive into this topic now. And shout out and happy birthday to my bestie, Jessica. I'll tell you a bit more about her later on in the episode. But when you were a kid, did you ever make a pact with your childhood friends? You know, the kind where you'd promise to be best friends forever? My childhood was riddled with packs and friendship bracelets and those awesome, like, half-heart shaped necklaces that were split down the middle, allowing you to wear one and your BFF to wear the other half. And that jagged little metal half-heart dangling on a chain around your neck held so much significance, right? It was a reminder of the solemn vow that you made to remain close. And yet, more often than not, those relationships that once seemed completely unbreakable broke apart and drifted away way like clouds in the sky. But even as a kid, almost instinctively, I felt this need to like fiercely protect and cling to those connections that I had formed. It was as if I was hardwired to believe that everything is fleeting and maybe I was onto something as a kid because friendships really are layered with so many complexities and sometimes good friends feel kind of hard to find. I mean, have you ever found yourself scrolling through Instagram and you see a photo of a group of girls on vacation somewhere together with tags like girl gang and squad goals and all of a sudden you feel like you're missing out on something like how are these women finding each other and connecting on that level right Because I don't know about you, but I know for me, being in that close of proximity with someone, especially traveling together, like that either really works or it doesn't. And you end up needing a vacation from the vacation, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Because travel can seriously bring out the worst in people, right? So you got to be like next level friends, in my view, to commit to spending that kind of time together. But if it works, I know it's freaking magical. And I definitely find myself craving those kinds of connections with other women, especially as I get older, because. I've started noticing that the older I get, the harder it seems to cultivate new friendships. And I'm finding that to be especially true in motherhood, which is part of the reason that I decided to start this podcast, to connect with other ambitious mamas. But there's a quote by Jim Rohn that says, You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I really believe that to be true. So I do think it's important to be intentional about who you choose to pour your energy into. But I think there are a few good reasons why as we get older, it gets a bit harder to cultivate new, meaningful friendships. So for one thing, I don't know about you, but for me, the older I get, the lower my threshold for BS has gone. I mean, I just have zero desire for drama in my friendships. And it may sound harsh, but I don't have time for surface level relationships either. You know what I mean? If can. can't go deep and really be ourselves around each other, then I'm really just not interested because anything less is just freaking exhausting. Am I right? And there was a time where I put up with a lot of BS in some of my friendships and just kind of like brushed things off as like, oh, that's just the way things are. But I would find myself being energetically drained rather than poured into by my friendships. Have you ever had those relationships in your life? I'm sure you have. But I think the other factor that comes into play as we get older is time, right? I mean, mean typically the older we get the more we begin to realize how precious our time is. Add kids and a marriage and a dream you're trying to see through and all of a sudden time becomes the most precious commodity really quickly. And that's why I say if I'm going to invest time and energy into friendship I'm not interested in surface level stuff. And as we get older our existing friendships change too right? Some connections grow weak with time and space while others seem to just intensify and become stronger than ever. And I think that's why they say that people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. But even though we all know that not all relationships are built to last forever, I think it can be tough sometimes trying to identify which connections are worth fighting for and which to just let go. And sometimes letting go can be really freaking hard, right? And unlike with our romantic relationships, where if things aren't working, they're typically conversations and maybe even counseling, and if things still aren't clicking, ultimately a breakup, right? But we don't do that with our friendships. If something isn't working, we tend to just let things quietly die off hoping that no one asks any questions. But that sucks, right? I mean, there's no closure for anyone involved. And I mean, I've had deep connections with people that have just vanished into memories and watching the distance grow as someone phases you out is never easy. But in all honesty, I've been the one to create distance as well. And yet, even so, I still continue to plunge in wholeheartedly to friendships. Don't you? Because while it's true that good friendships require time and vulnerability, they're 100% worth the investment if the connection and the friendship runs deep. But I'll be honest, it'd be easy to just put up walls and not allow myself to become so fully invested in others given the risk. But ultimately, I realized that those walls would not only shield me from the pain, but also from the beauty as well, right? Because when all's said and done, I know even the friendships that I've had that have been the root of some of my greatest heartache were also at one point a source of some of my greatest joy. And so those connections, regardless of how fleeting, mattered. But I've also been truly blessed to have some lifetime friends, friends who are like pillars who lift me up and keep me grounded, and those friendships wouldn't have had room to grow surrounded by walls of fear. And just as it is with our romantic relationships, we have to be willing to put ourselves out there to attract new friends into our lives, right? So for example, I met my friend Jessica on Halloween in 2007 at an Eric Church show. So we were waiting for Eric to take the stage, and we struck up a conversation, and it was the kind of conversation with a total stranger where you get this like distinct feeling that maybe y'all knew each other in a past life or something because conversing felt so natural and easy between us. It felt like talking to my sister or something, and it felt like we already had like a whole bank of inside jokes and stories, but we had literally just met. So when the show started, we danced and sang along. And when the music came to an end, Jessica and I exchanged phone numbers and agreed that we should definitely hang out sometime. Now, that could have very easily been the end of our story. We could have both been too nervous to call and to connect beyond that moment at the show. But thankfully, that wasn't how our story went because we got together for what she and I often joke about was our first blind date as friends. (laughs) Because remember how I told you that it was Halloween when she and I met? Well, I was in costume that involved a long red wig. And so Jessica had no idea what I actually looked like. And when we made our plan for where we would meet, she asked me, how will I know that it's you because I don't know what you look like. And I jokingly told her that I'd bring a single rose. I'm telling you, she and I were already cutting up like we had been friends forever. But I had no idea just how special that friendship would grow to be. And as we got to know each other better, we found out that we had so much more in common than just our love of music. That was just the tip of the iceberg. And since we both had Fridays off from work, we adopted that as our official day to hang out. And we'd get together every week for a cup of coffee or sometimes a beer. And we talk about everything from our biggest hopes and dreams to our drama at work. And we affectionately dubbed Fridays as our pep rallies because inspiration was always flowing and there was never a shortage of laughter. And it became like a sacred, cherished tradition for us. And since we're basically musical soulmates, live music was also a regular pep rally occurrence for us. And I mean, we've been to so many live shows together that it's hard to keep track of all of them at this point. But the memories I've made with Jessica are some of the best in my life. Life. I mean Jessica's the kind of friend who has stood with me crushed at the front of the stage in crowded bar rooms with our favorite bands in town, jumping around and singing like we were the only two in the room. And it's amazing. She's definitely the Ethel to my Lucy, the Thelma to my Louise. She's my faithful partner in crime. And I love the fact that I don't have to hold back on acting like a complete goofball with her because she'll just join in on the goofiness. And she's a loyal friend that I never have to wonder where I stand with her because I know she's in my corner, even if we're miles apart, and I really count her friendship as one of my greatest blessings, and I'll also always have a soft spot in my heart for Eric Church for bringing her into my life. But when Jessica moved back home to Texas, we both knew that it was going to take a really concerted effort to keep us connected, and we both freely admit that it's been really hard being so far away from each other. I mean, just recently, she got married, and I had a baby, and for these big moments in our lives, we had to support each other virtually, which is tough. And every Friday, I still kind of feel like a part of me is missing without her here and our pep rallies. But we all need friends like that, don't we? We need those friends that we can bare our soul to, friends that we can confide our lowest moments to, and friends that will laugh at our jokes even when they're not that funny. (laughs) Friends that will call you on your BS in a loving way, and friends that will have your back and support your wildest dreams. And as ambitious dream chasers, I think it's even more essential to have those kinds of friends in your corner because let's be honest, dream chasing can feel kind of lonely sometimes, right? And no, maybe we can't guarantee that all of our friendships will be forever, even with the most beautiful half-hearted friendship necklace. (laughs) But you can bet that it's worth putting yourself out there to try. So to hell with the walls. Tear them down, open your heart, and let those friendships pour in. So on that note, I'm going to wrap things up for today, but I'd really love to hear from you about your friendships. Do you already have those pillar friendships in your life? Are you looking for them now? Let's continue the conversation over on Instagram. You can find me by searching Rachel May Music. That's May with an E. Or if you want to connect with the show, just search Mama's Cup of Ambition. Okay, so until next time, may your dreams be ambitious, may your coffee be strong, and may we all be blessed with some badass friends that keep us grounded and make us feel unstoppable. I'll talk to you soon.